Hello and welcome to Investors Hangout. This weekly interaction to help you learn and understand savings and investment issues is brought to you by Aditya Birla Sun Life Mutual Fund and Value Research. Here's wishing a very happy new year to each one of you. And today we'll be talking about something that we have never touched upon before. And that is how to find a good financial advisor for you. To talk about this, we have with us Dharendra Kumar. Welcome Dharendra. Thank you. First of all, let's begin with, you know, how to gauge that uh, if one needs a financial advisor or uh, one is a do-it-yourself kind of an investor. No, if you're a, if you're a beginner investor, mm. then you have to decide that whether you want to get it right first time. Mm. Or, and if you're willing to understand, willing to learn, read a little bit and form your own principles, mm. uh, then maybe you can get started on your own. Today in India, you have mechanism, you have facility, you have resources whereby you can get started, it will be cheaper, it will be cost effective and you can get going. But there are people, you know, for whom the stake will be very high. They may mm. not have the time to learn. Assuming that, you know, you are retiring mm. and all your lifetime savings accumulated at one place. And now you have to work on an income plan for that. Mm. And you may just lack the confidence. You just need a second opinion or you need to really have a, get a plan get a second opinion you, because you need to get it right because stakes you can't are you, too you, high. stakes are too high and you can't afford to go wrong hmm. then the second is that you know there are people who somehow think that you know they cannot be financially savvy hmm. they there is there has to be an expert he knows it best he, he can't do it himself though he may be you know perfectly capable of learning everything understanding the principle uh, and it is useful to actually have an advisor. Hmm. I'll tell you why. Because most of the things you will learn, but the biggest reason which is an impediment, which holds people back, is uh, the temperament. Mm -hmm. And you need a good mentor. So I think I would, I would like to you know, really equate an advisor with a mentor mm -hmm. who will prevent you from misbehaving almost always at the wrong time. Because mm -hmm. th there are two mistakes which people do in the course of their investing uh, life, which is uh, they get very excited at the wrong time about their investment. So they will be willing to borrow money to invest because the market is doing very well. Mm. And uh, they get extremely pessimistic at the wrong time when mm. the market is down 40% and in, in a rush and he will be all depressed. He will mm. be saying that, okay, now I have to square up my losses, mm. get out of the market forever, never turn back to market. Both of it is wrong. Mm. And that is why you need a mentor. And uh, third thing is that, you know, most of the time preventing you from doing unnecessary things because mm. investing is not about doing a lot of things. Investing is all about doing, not doing a lot of things. Mm. And if you get a good mentor, if you get a good advisor, he will prevent you from getting distracted, but wasting you, money there. What happens is there are a lot of distributors out there, a lot of yeah. sellers there. They tend to say that they are advisors and people, you know, get fleeced by them. So how to find a trustworthy financial advisor and is there a legal framework around it? Yes, there is a legal framework. Mm -hmm. Not only there is a legal frame, framework, it's a very fast evolving legal framework. When it comes to advisor mm. or, you know, there are two species in the regulatory framework who are uh, one is the advisor and the other is a quasi-advisor, so to say. Mm -hmm. There is something called research analyst. Mm. They will be making a, you know, th these people, they're regulated, they're they get a license from SEBI mm. to operate. They're validated. They're validated and there is a specified education for them, experience for them or their background. And they're supposed to comply with a set of, uh, you know, guideline mm. at all times. And uh, so the, re the register, you know, the, the research analyst, 
he can make you recommendation they could be narrow they could be you know uh, it could be specific they can make recommendation it will not be customized mm. research analysts provide you recommendations or a specific advice but it is not customized to your requirement uh, ria a uh, investment advisor he is supposed to understand your needs mm. understand your needs comprehensively do your risk assessment because you know you can have a need i can have a need and our needs could be exactly the same Hmm. but your temperament could be different hmm. and so customize the recommendation or a plan in line with the recommendation so he is supposed to do the risk assessment hmm. he is also supposed to do the kyc hmm. and then give a plan which is very much in line it will actually should be palatable to you he must have evidence or he should have gone through the whole process hmm. so that if the regulators come and ask you hmm. he should be able to demonstrate that he all his recommendations were based on these this framework hmm. so there is a ria Hmm. who is a regulated en- entity he is an investment advisor and hmm. then there is the research analyst then there are all kind of other intermediaries whom hmm. we perceive them as ad- advisor and hmm. they may not be advisor some hmm. of them may be some of them may be good advisor hmm. and some of them may be very bad advisor or they they might be misleading advisor hmm. and uh, so you you have to exercise your caution you should not be seeking advice from an intermediary the and the intermediate the list of intermediaries is uh, there are stock brokers mm. there are mutual fund distributors there are mm. pms sellers there are people who are hawking you know there are wealth managers but they are actually selling investments mm. and uh, then there are insurance agent and all these people are in the business of selling investment mm. and they don't charge you they don't ask you for advisory fee they get paid by the companies whose product they are selling nice. and if you are able to figure this out and there are good good intermediary there are people who will be selling the right product they will understand that so so the story is the regulatory framework actually devise devices a mechanism that if there is a intermediary mm. then he cannot provide this advice any advice should be of a very generic nature and it should be incidental to doing this that mm. should not be his mainstream likewise all these research analyst and ri he should make money from this his revenue should not be linked to investment he should mm. substantially not make money from selling investment right. and any transaction enablement that he will provide that will be incidental to his main service so you have to define that what is the main service mm. main service is advice or selling investment and that is something where you have to understand a person who is selling advice might be provide might provide a bad advice mm. a person who is selling you know investment he might be giving valuable in, valuable advice incidental to the investment so there could there, there is no straight law there is no straight rule mm-hmm. how to spot one you have to exercise your diligence take your reference understand ask some question so you and, uh, say you find a potential advisor what are the crucial questions that you must ask them to you know to figure out that they are the best fit for you one is that how often they will communicate with you mm-hmm. what is their investment philosophy and uh, how of you know what what is the exact services that he provides hmm. uh, will he be actually if he is not there who will take care of it hmm. what will happen to your investment asking the very basic question and what is will, his earning model how does his he earning model is that he should be he should be in a position to tell you that he will charge you x amount of money irrespective of your scale hmm. uh, at some periodicity he sh- you should look at him as a doctor hmm. whom you pay a fee for getting an advice so he knows your needs and accordingly accordingly gives you a plan 
and he is not an investment seller any investment that he is enabling you to buy hmm. is incidental to his main practice of giving you advice all right then before we end this episode we have a viewers question which is somehow you know related to what we discussed today so he says uh, saurabh sindhu has uh, sent in this question and he says that there are lots of investment uh you know going on in ulips and endowment plans mm -hmm. and there are many agents miss selling the policies so how should one really navigate through them and know what should one do i would like to you know thanks sora for asking this question and uh, selling ulip and selling endowment plan is not miss selling mm -hmm. in fact the fact that you are selling it is miss selling the, the the whole deed of you know selling these these as investment product Hmm. is misselling in 2005 we came up with a cover story that insurance is not investment that was the first public statement hmm. on this product because then we did not even have the term insurance which you know it was far from becoming mainstream hmm. insurance companies barely had insur you know term insurance on their shelves on the on the front shelves when you mix insurance and investment you get worst of both and you get the inappropriate one because and i'll tell you why Uh, whether you go for ulip or whether you go for endowment plan all of it is you know insurance linked investment endowment plan is worse because uh, the return that you get in lieu of the guaranteed return that you get in many of the endowment plans the return gets you know dragged even lower and it has no connection with the reality and because of the assurance of return the return uh, you know you you virtually get nothing so it's very important for people to understand that what are you buying is it an investment is it an insurance because insurance should be looked upon as buying protection for your family mm. and when you don't need it you don't need to pay for it mm. and when you badly need it you should be paying for it mm. and paying a small amount and getting a large coverage at a young age is possible and getting all these insurance linked investment gets you nothing it is a poor investment and it does not get you a meaningful insurance so go for term insurance because something happens to you you will lose your house and your family will be left in the lurch hmm. so it's a, it's a it's a very crucial uh, financial objective to get protection for your family hmm. investment comes after that and uh, go for it do these ulips and endowment plans will not fulfill any such needs all right so steer clear of any of these ulips and endowment plans that's the message for you saurabh That's all we have for you in today's episode. Keep watching the space for more information. If you like the show, do subscribe to our YouTube channel and wishing you a very happy new year once again. Take care. Bye for now.